I'm Dustin. I'm Sylvia. I'm Bob. And this is... Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells Rock. Wake, Wake up, up to Movies Against Time. Movies Against Time. Please! This is for talking! For the fugitive! You ruined Schindler's Rock! All Jackie Chan's movies! Boogie Nights! And Big Mama's House! Are you sure? No. <laughs> oh my. Bob, did you know that every Christmas there's a ghost that haunts the studio? <laughs> Sylvia, have you been having some eggnog? <laughs> You've been having some eggnog? Well, it seems to be like that's what they want in this movie. Nastiest thing on earth. I'd like to disagree with what you said. I like eggnog. Eggnog's good. The only time it's good is when it has whiskey. If you get some older stuff, it sometimes has whiskers. That sounds horrible. 1987's Lethal Weapon. Why'd you pick Lethal Weapon, woman? Because, like, everybody knows I'm not a huge Christmas movie person. So this went good with the theme of what Sylvie will pick for Christmas. So you're not a Christmas movie person, so you pick the best Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think this is the only Christmas movie. I feel like every father oh. and man out there should be like, this is the only Christmas movie. This one and Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> Die Hard's a good example, but this one, it's it's everything about Christmas. Okay, what? There's no presents. But that's not what Christmas is about. And that's what Lethal Weapon shows us. Yes. It's about family. Yes. And dealing with problems around you. And it's about killing people twice. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I don't know about that one, but yeah. we'll go with it. This one got an Oscar nomination. Did it? For best sound. Didn't it didn't win. I don't think it had a huge soundtrack except Christmas songs. Maybe once in a while, but it did go into like creepy sounds good. Eric Clapton's <laughs> listed as composer. Really? Yeah. So like whenever you hear like the electric guitar riffs when, when Rig shows up, that's all Clapton doing that. <laughs> all the all the parts that weren't like not actual songs, just <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so yes, we watched season one of Lethal Weapon. The first movie, Lethal Weapon, not season one. Oh. With Damon Wayans? No. He's too old for this shit? He's too young for this shit. <laughs> he is too young for that shit. <laughs> he was way too young when this movie came out. So we start out with Jingle Bell Rock. Introducing oh, right. our first character that doesn't have much screen time. But she makes a very uh, interesting <laughs> appearance. <laughs> it's so wild how this movie opens. Yeah. I like the opening shot of the helicopter shot over L.A. Yeah, it's beautiful. And then it just zooms right in on Amanda. Mm -hmm. yeah. And her... Boobies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And her high-rise apartment hotel. Yeah. What's her name? Jackie Swanson. She, she's good. She does a lot. She has a big, thick role in this one. Yeah. She takes about, what, five minutes out of the whole movie? It's but so she makes weird. a good impression. Well, she makes an impression. Yeah. <laughs> big impression in that car. That whole scene confuses me. Yeah. Because she's like, part? she's in bed acting like somebody sprayed Axe body spray. You know how in the Axe commercials, someone sprays Axe body spray and then women just start. Doing that stuff she's doing in bed. <laughs> well, I mean, usually any 
time somebody's on Are you saying a X drug substance. I don't know what's in there. <laughs> Usually anytime someone's on a drug substance, everything around you is 10 times more. Okay, so maybe she's on something. Yeah, because she had all the pills out. She had yeah. the Coke I thought out those on the were table. supplements. I didn't see she's, Coke. She's definitely on something because she got up and did more of it. <laughs> she did a bump of something. Those were some supplements. You sure about that? I didn't see any bottles. Looked like vitamins. I didn't see any labels or anything. I thought they were vitamins. I was pretty mm. sure she was doing Coke mixed with pills. <laughs> she's so horny for suicide. Some type of white powder went up that nose. Yes. <clears throat> I think I watched the edited version. No, you, you, you watched the We P- watched PG the same one, yeah. and we both saw the same thing. You just weren't paying attention. Your eyes were directed on something else but what she was doing with her nose. There, uh, I, Wow. First off, wow. That's accusatory. There are two versions of this out. Bob, the one you watched, did he stop a school shooter? I can't recall that. Okay. I think that's the director's, director's cut. cut. Yeah, I wanted to see it. I should have just tried. watched the scene. I think there was two things that are separate in the director's cut, the one and the one we watched. This one was real fun because when you picked it, it was on Peacock. Yeah. And then when we went to watch it for the show, it, it was left. no longer on Peacock. <laughs> I try to find the free ones that we can get. It's just easier. So, yeah, Amanda snorts some kind of vitamin or supplement or drug. We're not sure. Yeah. And gets super well, horny for suicide. Later on in the movie, they actually tell you what it was. Yeah. Drano. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so convoluted, though. Why did they need to kill her twice? Why did Shane Black want her dead so bad? I get drugging her. That would make sense. Then why did she have to commit suicide, too? They don't even really explain that. Well, I think it was just the things that she had mixed together because she wasn't expecting it to be the drug that it was in because they changed the drug that, like, so it had different reactions. It's kind of like people that do acid. Some see flying dishes. Others see people trying to kill them. Others think they're being attacked. You never know what you're going to get until you're right there. <laughs> it could be a good experience. It could be a bad experience. Yeah, it was like an insurance policy. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> but you should definitely should not do it. <laughs> it's the first example of someone having to be killed twice. Yeah. First of many examples. I'm just saying. Okay. You know, she was her own stunt person. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was awesome. She actually did that jump off the building. And then they get the scene. You you see her about to hit. Yeah. And it's really the actress. You see her right before she hits the ground because they painted the bag like the street. It looked just like the car in the mm-hmm. road. I paused it and looked at it. It's like, that looks great. Yeah. You really, really got to be looking Blends to see it's 1D. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I'd never jump off that building. I would not care. Although I think realistically that impact would have been a lot more uh, messy. Yeah. <laughs> Soupy. Yeah. <laughs> Most likely. But they still wanted her to look pretty and sexy. I guess. I'm still confused about yeah, that. Even scene. laying on top of the car, she had one boob out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just go right to the Murtaws. Is it Murtaw? Do you say it like you're Southern? Murtaw. I don't know. But at one point in this movie, I heard uh, Mel Gibson say his first name, and he definitely had a Southern accent or uh, Australian accent. Dude, his Australian <laughs> accent is in and out of this whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> he has not got it yet. You I can, don't mind. I feel it like bother me. They didn't shoot it in order, and you can tell the scenes that are like when he first started trying to get rid of it, really? and the scenes of when he finally got it gone. Like when he's <laughs> doing the Christmas tree deal or the the drug deal with the Christmas tree guys. Yeah, yeah. 
he is in and out of the Australian accent. <laughs> Especially when he's like, you have the right to... Where is it? Right here. Now I can read you guys your rights, but now nah, you guys already know what your rights are, John. Like, it's... Yeah, you can still hear it there. I love the one line there, though. The That's a real badge, I'm a real cop, and this is a real fucking gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's great in this. Yeah. That was a good scene. He puts on a clinic in this movie. This goofy action movie. Yeah, his his acting in this movie actually got him the role in Hamlet. Yeah, I mean, he's probably the best performance in the movie. Yeah, for sure. But they really write the movie that, for him. That scene where he was going to commit suicide. Yeah. <clears throat> Specifically, that scene, that's what got him the role yeah, in Yeah, that was a good scene. <laughs> Bugs Bunny saves him with the power of Christmas, by the way. You heard about the connection between this and Die Hard? Uh... The two main actors were almost swapped. Really? Bruce Willis was nearly in this movie, and Mel Gibson was nearly in Die Hard. I don't think I would have liked it as much. <laughs> I don't know. I don't They're know. two it, really it strong may or actors. May not have worked. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah, that's a hard <laughs> one to be like. Oh, impossible. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we'd really have to see the chemistry between. They both kind of got that comedic kind of snarky. Like, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. It would have been interesting to see. They should do that. Take a couple of lines from each movie and have the actors that played them just play it just for shits yeah. and giggles and see how it worked. <laughs> that would be a cool TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see that as a trend. Yeah. Actors that were considered for roles but passed up on actually mm-hmm. reading lines from that movie. You've- yeah. <laughs> there are some cool lines you can find on, on YouTube, like people yeah. trying out for famous roles. Yeah. Trying to think of the best, like, kind of like that Saturday night, Saturday night, Saturday night live SNL, SNL skit. <laughs> yeah, they jump right into them meeting the Murtaugh's in the bathroom. Yes. Yeah. There's not enough bubbles. No, there's no bubbles in that bath. Yeah, that's a there's bit a of tiny a bit of bubbles. Then there's not enough bubbles. I don't know what family's normal like that. His <laughs> the, daughter's like twenty. The only thing I can think of that would make it even a little bit okay. Is if because they have to like share a bathroom or something, he just automatically just puts a swimming suit on and lays if they have to brush your teeth or get ready. <laughs> That's the only way I can see it working in my head. I don't know. Yeah, that was a bit awkward. I didn't like it. Was it was so scene. weird. <laughs> I think if my whole family just bust in and I was in the middle of a bath, I'd probably have a heart attack and die right there in the tub. Initial response would be a girl like scream. Yeah. <laughs> Probably some kind of bowel response. <laughs> Ripping the shower curtain off to cover yourself with. <laughs> I feel like in big, huge families, that's more of a normality. But they would have the shower curtain half-drawed or something. It would be a dark shower curtain. And you're just like talking through it. Yeah, that's di- a shower curtain situation is different than the whole <laughs> just, family kneeling yeah. down around the tub like there's... Summoning you out of the tub. (laughs) (laughs) It's a spell they're doing. That's what I mean. It has to be like a bathing suit under. Yeah. The only way it would make sense in my head. Yeah. It was kind of a surprise. It definitely was. I don't know how prepared you'd be with a bathing suit. Well, that's what (laughs) I was saying. If it was something just kind of happened all the time, like they have to share a bathroom. You just take take a bath with a bathing suit all the time? Wait, you don't wear a bathing suit in the bath? God, no. Ew. It makes it that much harder to wash those parts. You wash those? <laughs> You're not supposed to wash them. You're supposed to let them fall off. Oh. Pop's so weird. Your beard's gray. It makes you look old. I don't know. 
I don't think I would have been okay with it being shaved. I would have been just like throwing some color at him. Here, dye it. <laughs> It'll be fine. It did look a little rough. It did. I didn't but see it, gray, but he he, he needed a trim. He yeah. needed a trim. I don't know if he had to shave it all off. I love that he shaves it though. He leaves the mustache, and they kind of go with that. And the captain later's like, "Huh, you look younger with the beard." Yep. <laughs> Thanks, boss. I like that. Yeah, and he's like, actually a 40-year-old man playing a 50-year-old. Oh, yeah, and you dude. you wouldn't have guessed because <laughs> he kind of did look 50. <laughs> so depressed looking up the ages they were doing this. Yeah. Mel Gibson was 30. He's, th- he's two years younger than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. That's funny. No, it's not. Why? I always watch this movie like, yeah, when I'm that old, I'm going to have hair like that. <laughs> now I'm older than that, and I'll never have hair like that when I grow up. <laughs> When I grow up. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> he don't look 30. He his I don't know. Yeah, I would have guessed he was older than 30. I thought he was like 38. Yeah. Same goes for Danny Glover. I feel like this is going to start happening more and more and more <laughs> and more to me. <laughs> Bruce Willis actually plays 20 in that. <laughs> Better get used to it. You're not going to get any younger. I think that's the younger. youngest I've ever seen Gary Busey, too. Dude, Gary Busey's weird in this one. And this is before he got weird, right? Because he had a, yeah. a motorcycle accident after this movie that weirded him real up. Yeah, it kind of broke him somehow. Yeah. And then we get Roger started, going down the stairs. That's when he started chasing chickens. <laughs> Roger going down the stairs? Yeah, and you kind of get the overall feel of the family. Like, everyone's very together and they have breakfast and lunch and yeah. his uh it's great daughter- family unit yeah and his daughter's friends are always there and they're going past um and everything and i just like that whole family connection the family that. makes the movie i mean everything yeah. everything together does but without that actual real feeling family mm-hmm. it wouldn't work no that makes it so much more yeah they got to make you care about them before they, yeah they kidnap them and over. that house <laughs> i didn't realize it was already under construction in the beginning of the first movie Oh yeah, because the the big hole in the kitchen where they're they're obviously making like yeah that a, irritated oh, right, me when yeah. I first saw it like a a window from the kitchen to the living room because <laughs> <laughs> this house gets wrecked for the next five six movies <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just funny it was never good like it was always under construction and I like how he's feeling old and everything at this point and then his daughter comes down the stairs. And she's like, this is my New Year's Eve dress. And his reaction to it is just like, <laughs> you could just sell the depression coming over because she looks so beautiful and so grown up. Yeah. I love the way he acts about his daughter. <laughs> this is like one of those rare franchises where all that stuff that we like gets better as it goes on. Yeah. Like we talked about Rocky, how it feels like when it goes to Rocky 2, Rocky 3, it starts to lose a little bit of the heart to the point where like Rocky 4, Sloan and Shire just are like acquaintances. And Rocky 4, this one, they stay like that. If anything, they get better at the buddy cop part of it with the dialogue. Yeah. Well, I think they actually end up with a really good friendship out of work. So I yeah. think that's easier when you actually like your co. I wonder if they're still friends. It seemed like I saw an interview with them and they were joking back and forth and it looked like they were having fun and it wasn't more than like a year or two ago they took that interview. Good, 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 good. Because a lot happens over time. (laughs) Yeah. I don't even really discover he's a cop until he's about ready to leave for work. 
In the meantime, no. he's walking around the house with a gun on his waist. <laughs> it's like, yeah. If you hadn't seen this movie before, it's like, why is that guy got a gun? Yeah. <laughs> they could hide the fact that Riggs is a cop for sure. Yeah. Nothing about him seems like cop. Yeah, nothing at all screams cop. Who wakes up smoking a cigarette? That's why he's on the drug enforcement task force. Anyone with an addiction. <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty impressive to wake up smoking a cigarette. Yeah. I feel like that's what my mom did. <laughs> she would go through when I was four or five. I remember because cigarettes weren't that high at the time. She would go through four or five packs a day. And it was ridiculous. <laughs> she never did not have a cigarette in her mouth. Yeah, I had an uncle that smoked nearly a car. <laughs> She never finished them. She was one of those people who took two or three drags and just threw the cigarette. Doesn't out. seem like a human body should be able to smoke a carton a day. <laughs> Not even for At one a day. Point, you just cough your lung out of your body. Yeah. <laughs> More cigarette than man now. <laughs> Oozing tar out of your orifices. Murtaugh <laughs> is kind of a bad husband. With what oh, part? Yeah. The whole husband thing. Oh, just in general. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you so mean- he treats his wife like a secretary, shits all over her cooking. First, you don't, I I don't do that. Even if, say, the dinner wasn't good, which has never happened. I would not tell you because then I don't get to eat next time. (laughs) Yeah. This guy's just like, oh, what kind of shit are you making today? That's garbage. I'll throw that in the trash. Have a good one, hon. (laughs) (laughs) Then calls her. I thought it it took me a second to realize what was going on when he he calls. He calls her from that phone with like the calculator on the back of it. (laughs) And he's like, yeah. Get me the number to Hunsucker. You can barely hear her side of the conversation, but then you realize it's the wife. She's like, oh, the one you were talking about this morning. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah. And then she starts saying a number. He's like, got it. Click. (laughs) That's not your secretary. That's your wife. But she shouldn't have been. He shouldn't have been telling her any information going on anyway. No, she works for his detective agency now, apparently. I guess so. And then later... When they have when when Riggs has his first meal over there, he's leaving. He's like, "Yeah, I learned your wife takes the garbage out, and he's shitting all over her cooking." I don't know. I don't know how she keeps her smile on. He must be better at other things. <laughs> That's the only way I could think about it. I was thinking when they did the garbage scene, I was like, "That'd be something I'd say to you." Yeah, but I mean, it'd be ten times more sarcastic the way I said it. Like the joking around about the food could be looked at as cutesy, and I maybe I'm overreacting about that. But the phone call where he like demands the number and then hangs up on her was weird. <laughs> that did feel weird. <laughs> it did, but it, I was guessing that they have a very open relationship about what goes on at his job, maybe because she shouldn't know anything that's going on. Like you're not supposed to tell your significant other anything about open investigation. Well, she's she's the one that told him in the beginning that he had that message. Yeah, she's like, yeah, so Sergeant so and so called, do you have a message from Hunsucker? Yeah, so yeah. why wouldn't he think she had the number? Yeah, I'm saying she has the number, but the way he asked, if you watch it that wasn't scene, like, Hi, yeah. hon. it's not like a man calling his wife for something at home. Yeah, the way the way he requested it over the phone was, was like, weird. like he was talking to a Stacy bring me those papers by nine o'clock yeah. the type yeah. of feel <laughs> like definitely <laughs> it's hard to pick things to not like about the movie so, so when I see something like that I gotta be like well at least this was bad right <laughs> I was trying to figure out if she had a job or if she stays home if she has a job he's a bad husband <laughs> <laughs> if she does all that and she has to work cause I was thinking like her outfit that she has the first morning, that beautiful yellow dress, because it's really pretty. I was thinking that'd be an awesome dress to go to a business in. 
Yeah, I mean, he does have a cop salary, and they're remodeling their house, so she may work. <laughs> yeah, they usually make a whole lot, and they have three kids. In the show, she's a lawyer, right? Yeah, she's a very high oh, up lawyer. Good. Yeah, and he's kind. He doesn't need to work, and his main thing is making food because so, she doesn't cook. I wonder <laughs> if in the sequels we find out she's a lawyer. It's been so long since I've watched the sequels. Yeah, I've never know. seen them. You've never seen Lethal Weapon two. I've never seen any of them. Three. The only one I saw. Lethal was Weapon this four. One. No, I'm telling you, never seen any of them except this one. <laughs> Guess what we're watching for Christmas? I bet it. I'm fine with that. Lethal Weapon goes Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to hate Leo Getz. <laughs> yeah, Why? He's, he's meant to be hated. Yeah. <laughs> what does he get? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That was the hard thing when I was looking up this movie. It was like everything, they did one or two things for Lethal Weapon. Then would they always go into the other ones? Yeah. And it was like, it was it's hard, hard to for get. when we have a franchise to look up facts about behind the scenes because it's like. Yeah. 25 facts about the movie Lethal Weapon, 1987. Like and three or four is just about the first one, everything else. Yeah. And you have to like, nope, goodbye. Yeah. In Le- Lethal Weapon 3, Jet Li actually broke his... What? <laughs> Jet Li wasn't in this movie. Did you catch... I, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping all around, but... I like it better that way. At one point, Mel Gibson or Riggs... Oh, you know what? I think they're pulling up to the scene of the jumper and the radio's blaring in the background. Mm-hmm. And did you hear what like the, the weird thing that... It's like a call coming through the the, the radio. I think I missed <laughs> we it. We got a 300... What is it? <laughs> drunk, white, female, five feet tall, approximately 350 pounds, drunk and nude at the strip club. <laughs> wow. It's just in the background, like, as he's walking up to a scene. Radio <laughs> chatter. Yeah, but five foot, 350 pound, drunk, nude, white, female. <laughs> It'd be like, nope, wow. not need to go there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it just cracked me up. They don't touch on it in the movie or nothing. That's good. They touched on enough naked in the movie. Yeah. They don't need any more. Yeah, that would have been too much. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit too much with uh, Riggs. Riggs in the morning. It was a yeah. little too much. It was just all about all of just it. Just tilt the camera up a tad. I get it. I get you got the, the female audience, but that white ass is on screen for a while. Yeah, a little too long. And his door's wide open, and there's other people around. We get the establishing <laughs> shot of the outside of his camper, and there's campers all around him. And then the dog I'm just sure walks in to, it. to the open yeah. door. He's sleeping wide open, butt-ass naked. He could be sleeping on a nude beach. No problem with that. I don't know what the laws are of most places, but they have them. Yeah. yeah I think in the second movie, that's where his trailer was on a beach, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's usually where it always is at. <laughs> so you think it's a nude beach? It's a possibility. If the door's wide open, oh, he's not getting in trouble. Sounds thin. Sounds plausible. He's a cop. He's not going to get in trouble. And it's the 1980s. They had more <laughs> nude beaches then than they do now. How many nude beaches are there now? I don't know, but I know there was more back then than there are now. <laughs> Why are you looking up nude beaches? <laughs> I don't see what there's anything wrong about a nude beach. Everything I've ever seen about <laughs> nude beaches was just a sea of 60-year-old men. <laughs> Those are the best ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like a bunch of walruses waiting to go into the ocean. <laughs> Nude beaches are always a letdown. Yeah. <laughs> just hot, sweaty. It's not the time for nudity. Plus, there's sand in it. <laughs> I hate sand. It's everywhere. Anyway, it's it's the very next scene. It's when Murtaugh get, gets to the scene of the woman jumping out the window. I forgot there's two suicide jumpers in this movie. There's three suicidal people in the movie. Right. Yes. <laughs> Yes, but just, just so, keep score. 
But just yeah. so we get it through, Amanda is not labeled as a suicide. She is labeled as homicide. homicide. Confusing. Maybe. Because if she didn't jump, she would have been dead anyway. Which right. reminds me, I can't remember the name of the girl, but the police had labeled her as a suicide. And it's the weirdest thing in the world because she was locked into our apartment, which makes sense. No one else can get in, right? But then she was stabbed 10 to 12 times. What? And one of those, well, one of those stabs had stabbed her in her back. So it paralyzed her. And most of them were in the back, two were in the chest. And they're saying that she did that to herself. And they labeled it that. And Obvious right. self-harm suicide. I guess, but I mean, that's just weird to me. <laughs> when it's in the back, I don't think it should just be automatically they try to kill themselves. I think it would be more like it's a homicide. Yeah. No, I don't see how that would be a suicide. No, but they're fighting. Unless you duct tape the knife to the wall and then run backwards at <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, but the <laughs> knife was found in the sink. So <laughs> it's a whole trial right now that the family's trying to get it relabeled as a homicide so they can start trying to find their daughter's killer. That's insane. It is. It's very Where insane. is that? I can't remember, but it's- Mayberry? <laughs> no, but it's- Is Don Knotts the investigating officer? But I just think it's weird how somebody can just say something as a suicide, homicide, when you have coronary people telling you different things and you're not Stab listening. Stab yourself to death, and then after you're dead, you put the knife in the sink. Yeah. To start washing it, but then you died, so you couldn't finish. I mean, yeah, it's it's right. open and shut, Bob. <laughs> I mean, the only reason it would be labeled that is because there was no point of that you could exit the apartment. It was on a sixth floor. Oh, there for sure was, because it was not a suicide. Yeah. <laughs> and all I'm thinking is Pagrini Green. There's a... There's something Candyman candy. Yes. Someone's coming through a bathroom window, coming or th- the window in your bathroom and sneaking out somewhere. There's an exit somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> the mirror. But anyway, back to our movie now. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> this is Ben. <laughs> my sidetrack and my murder kill. <laughs> I gotta get you a sound effect for that whenever you just bring up some random murder. <laughs> I like random murders. Okay, oh, well, okay. clip that's, that. Yep, that's the sound effect right there. Yep. <laughs> I don't want to be near them. <laughs> I just want to hear about them. Murtaugh shows up on the scene of, of Amanda's Hudsecker's death. They're, the police are questioning Dixie. Yes. All kind of being jerks, jerks to her. And then Murtaugh shows up and... You think he's going to be a good guy. Yeah, no. He's also, not only is he horrible to his wife, (laughs) but women at work as well. It was sad. I really didn't want him to say that. I know. I wanted him to be the good cop. Riggs has a line that it's like, wow, in this one. But, I mean, it's a movie from the 80s, so it's going to happen. When they're they're at the shooting range, and Murtaugh's like, what if it wasn't a guy with her? What if it was a woman? Riggs is like, disgusting, but I'll go with it. I guess he's old. (laughs) I don't know. It's just weird. There's nothing grosser than two women in bed. <laughs> I feel like he probably has more friends in that line of work than anyone does. But yeah, Murtaugh's joke is, he's like, gets a little bit of information with from her, lets her go, and she's like, thanks, you know how it is. He's like, yeah, all dressed up and no one to blow. <laughs> okay. 
I felt bad for them. Nobody wants to be in that position to have to do that. But you don't have to feel bad for her because it turns out she was the one that was going to kill Amanda anyway. Yep, she's the one that laced. That's her why she was there. Yeah, yeah. She's the one who put the Drano in the in the vitamins of some sort. Thought she'd have time to get away, and then the woman goes and jumps out the window for just unrelated. <laughs> we cut to. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how that could be like an appealing thing for anybody, drugged up or not. You ever have like one of those dreams where you're falling? Is that fun? No. Well, <laughs> not the falling Before part. Before you hit the bottom, that's, that's when you wake up. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't traumatize yourself. <laughs> but I mean, have you been up high in that rush you get right before you get near the yeah, ledge it's, it's or something? Ca- it's, called, it's called fear. Yeah. <laughs> I like that feeling. Oh. Like, I love that feeling. And I love doing um, the free falls with the ropes around you and just jumping off things like that. I love that in gym class. That was like my favorite thing that I did. always hated looking down and being way too high up. Yeah, yeah. That feeling was never fun for me. Nope. And the zip line, that's awesome too. Same feeling. Yeah. I like things like that though. <laughs> like I couldn't do the go up on the top of a skyscraper and look down thing. I couldn't. Oh, I would love it. Oh, that's yeah, the, my favorite feeling down, in the world. Jump, if you like you're trying if you want to kill yourself and you jump, you have all that way down to regret it. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't much think time it, to change your mind. I don't think it feels like that much. Because when I did the drop tower, it was like exhilaration, fear for a second, and then your body kind of just levels off. Yeah, that's your brain that. turning off. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't panic. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see the videos of them on the roller coasters, like up in the air, and they like they freak out and faint? And yeah, then yeah, wake yeah. up and the then freak out videos. and faint. Yeah. They I've, keep waking up and fainting. <laughs> I never did yeah. that, but I was on the lightning bolt in Six Flex, I think. And it but it was the wooden one. And that one gave me a panic attack on it. I was fine with <laughs> yeah. the Batman and Robin. Yeah. Because it was metal and I felt secure. But the other one I was crying by the time I got off. I was the littlest baby Going and I think I was sixteen. Wood creaking. Yeah. I did not like that. <laughs> no. That did not make me feel safe. Yeah, I don't do carnival rides because I don't trust any of them. No. You don't have a reason to. You're six foot four. Your head's going to get chopped off before you even make it anywhere. (laughs) I always feel like, oh, it wasn't meant for, my weight's too high up. So now when we're taking this left, I'm I'm throwing it off. (laughs) You feel like your center of gravity's fucking up the ride for everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it works that way, but I I can definitely tell it feels that way. Yeah, it sure does. I love his, his bust at the... The Christmas tree with the Christmas tree guys. Yeah, that was pretty good. Just three great goons. He's doing the undercover cop thing, trying to, but and he's the, the the fact that he's he like confuses it for a hundred dollars. He ate the cocaine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't a weird think way he, to test it. I don't think he did. I think he faked it. I think he dropped it last minute. Well, he went to he he motioned to put it up his nose and then flicked it into his mouth. I think he, he was like, flicking it away. Yeah, you saw his mouth. It, it came out of his mouth. It looked Maybe. like it went yeah. in his mouth, it but did. I think he was trying to make them think he snorted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's weird. It's it was a weird another, movement. There was another scene before that where he was he he, he did that. Because I would believe that Riggs would just snort the coke. I think it was him practicing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why he went apeshit at the end of the, that scene. <laughs> you showed me him wake up smoking a cigarette and drink a beer. Like, if you show me him snorting coke, I'm not going to be like, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, when you're up undercover, I think they have certain things that are allowed to do if it's going to blow their cover if they don't. Right. 
So it wouldn't make sense that he could be able to. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's okay up until the point where it's a felony. Yeah. I love the way the whole scene plays out, though, when he's counting out the 90, 96, 97, yeah. And they're getting pissed yeah. off. Hey, man, that. forget it. Sh- shut up, man. You're going to make me lose count. <laughs> Just so earnestly counting out $100. Yeah. 100,000. It's like it's like Razor Ramon McLeod from the <laughs> Clan McLeod. It looks like a mixture of guy from the Highlander show and Razor Ramon from WWF. It's that one dude in the flannel. Kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, how about I just take it all from you for nothing? Yeah. It's not even a real badge. And then we get to the part where they all start, like, he tries to arrest them and it doesn't work out the way he wanted. Yeah, there was one hiding behind him in the truck with a shotgun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I think it was, what, three or four against him. And then finally his backup gets there and they had grabbed him. He's just like, shoot him, shoot him, shoot me. (laughs) He He takes out three of them just in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And then he does like this weird barrel roll shooting with the pistol that looks awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's they learn that special forces. <laughs> they train to shoot in a washing machine. Do they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. It's weird. <laughs> Don't believe everything. <laughs> All I think about is somebody in a washing machine or dryer and they're just dying as they're going around. Yeah, but special forces they can shoot uh-huh. accurately. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, shoot him. Shoot him. Hey, shoot him. Shoot him. Somebody shoot him. And yelling at him, shoot me, shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fun because he's like maintaining control of the situation somehow. <clears throat> yeah. And he's stressing the guy holding him out where he makes a mistake. And he absolutely is serious. He would love for one of those cops to shoot him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't have a problem with it. Then He'd he, be dying he, for the job. He grabs the gun, headbutts him, puts the gun to his head and like has this weird moment of psychosis yeah <laughs> that you believe so much and it's because the rage is really there in mr gibson yeah, yeah. plus he was eating that cocaine a few minutes ago yeah and all that cocaine <laughs> <laughs> he ate <laughs> i'm not sure how differently that would affect you from snorting it yeah <laughs> i can tell you man it's crazy i usually <laughs> yeah. uh put it under my tongue i think i don't know <laughs> no idea about those ones yeah because they, they don't say it's cocaine. They say it's heroin. I was... Yeah, but it. I've never seen heroin as a powder. I'm sure it, it comes as a powder. It comes yeah. as a powder and you put it on a spoon. You put a liquid in. Okay. Not, and Yeah. The <laughs> I don't more know. you know. <laughs> I know it from watching other people do it. <laughs> and Listen finding up. their sets. <laughs> Listen up, kids in the backseat. Sylvia's going to tell you how to do something fun. <laughs> I will tell you that people cut it with other things that can automatically kill you in 3.5 seconds before you even a chance to call the doctor or ambulance, and it's not a good sight. <laughs> I can also tell you firsthand experience that you don't want to work walk into one of those times. We cut back that night later that night at Riggs's house again. I love all the shots and scenes at Riggs's house. Because it feels like it must have been really easy to shoot. Like, no matter where you are, you could shoot a scene at Riggs' house. Yeah. yeah. Once you establish the outside, you don't ever have to show the outside again. It's just a trailer. Yeah. You can just park that son of a bitch anywhere. You could be filming scenes at, at Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we're talking about the pretty collie running up to it. Yeah. I guess there was an original draft to this movie where we, we fa- they, they say how he gets the dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hmm. But they, they had, like, too the many. The was a jumper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a suicidal dog that was on a bunch of pills. 
But uh, they had like four different establishing shots of how cool Riggs is, and they had to like pick a couple. <laughs> I guess originally this was supposed to be a way darker movie. Yeah, <clears throat> with more violence and what bloodier and gorier. Shane Block, Sh- yeah. Shane Black's original screenplay was super dark, and he even yeah. hated it. Really? <laughs> yeah, he he started rewriting it again to make it lighter. This is where he's watching Looney Tunes and decides to take a bite of the old pistole. Wasn't that when he was looking at pictures of his wife? Yeah, he starts out him looking at his wife, and then he's going to do the deed. It's a crazy, intense scene. It's so sad, though. He's like, I miss you, Victoria. Yeah. It make, it makes you like actually know that he's not crazy. He's just so sad and depressed because he had a loss, and he doesn't know how to handle the loss very well. He doesn't have anyone else in his life to be there. Mm-hmm. And I like that he tells Roger later that the only reason he gets through every day is the job. Yeah. He has to ask himself every morning. The, it's hard to make you care about his situation without ever having a moment with the wife. Like, we never have a scene with Victoria. Yeah. But they pull it off just on, from his side. Because I guess it's supposed to happen like three years before or something. I thought the psychologist had said it was like three or four months before she died in a car accident. Maybe I missed... Maybe. Yeah. The only reason I said three is because on the on the gravestone it says 84, but this movie came out in 87. That's what I was trying to figure out, the time period. Yeah. Why does he wipe down the gun for Prince before he shoots himself? <clears throat> I don't think he was wiping it down for Prince. It looked that way, though. He was, like, I don't know, kind of like cleaning it. Yeah. Like the gunpowder. It's about to be really yeah, dirty. I mean, he's a military guy. They all, they're always, like, breaking down their weapons, wiping them down. Yeah. It's very important. You can have a misfire if they're not clean. I don't think he's worried about a misfire. Well, he, <laughs> he probably uses that same one for work. I know, but it's not like, I'm not saying why would he clean his gun? That would be a silly question. I'm just saying like it's right before he puts it in his mouth, he like wipes the handle down. I think it's what Bob said. Just That's just your normal reaction to do it. It's kind of yeah. like me not being able to cook before I clean everything in the kitchen. Like I know perfectly well I can do it. I'm going to make the mess, <clears throat> but I have to have it clean before I start. To me, it's like when I'm running the tub because I want a bath, and then I go to the bathroom and the toilet, but then I zip up and then take my pants off to get in the bathtub. Like it's a totally that's kind of weird redundant process. Of <laughs> why would you zip your pants back up after you went to the bathroom, then to take your pants off and then get in the tub? Yeah, once you unzip them to go to the bathroom, you just drop them all the way. Yeah, over. but I don't because I'm not thinking about it like that because <laughs> it's such a a muscle memory to finish yeah. peeing and then zip up. Then yeah. turn around, look at the tub, and then take my pants off. Exactly. Muscle yeah, memory. Weird. Clean before <laughs> yeah. you use it. Same thing with the gun. No, Wait. not every time they use the gun do they clean it right before they shoot. <laughs> Almost never, except for in this movie, this one time I'm talking about. <laughs> do they pull the gun out like, that's it, you're done. And then, hold on. There's a spot on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on one second. All right, now down on the ground. <laughs> He's trying God, to nitpick my movie, Bob. I can't believe he killed himself with a dirty gun. <laughs> that would be gross, I guess. Now that you say it like that, I'm on your guys' side. It would be gross if it was a dirty gun, like barbecue sauce on the handle. And- like I'm well, Mustard on the side. Think, yeah, yeah. think about it this way. He's he's pretty sure he's not going to kill himself, but if in the case he does... Oh, he, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he maybe didn't want to taste that stuff on the outside of the gun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't oh, no. sound dangerous, but they there was actually live a lot live blanks in the gun when he was doing that, which is really dangerous. Yeah, yeah. 
I was reading something that, that he wanted to horrible. put a real bullet in the gun. Really? Yeah, I read yeah, that too. He like wanted to for the scene, and Richard Donner's like, "Yeah, nah." It'll make it more realistic. How great is Richard Donner's movies? <laughs> I didn't realize yeah. they're really good. Yeah, The Omen, mm-hmm. Superman, yeah. Superman Two. Omen should be when we do at some point. I figured, I figured when I'm we surprised he Omen. hasn't managed to do Superman yet. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Ed Richard Donner's known for be- making the first modern superhero movie. Like, I I know why he doesn't. He doesn't want me to pick his favorite movies apart, so he can't. I watch just like his Christmas way. movies because you got this one, <laughs> huh? Sorry, talk right over you. I was saying you're not gonna do Superman because you don't want me to pick apart your favorite movies. <laughs> no, I honestly don't. I don't really enjoy watching Superman. Yeah, the Smallville. I mean, I've watched it. But you're talking about the Christopher Reeve Superman. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's just it's kind of a slog. Yeah, that's the movie that brought back all the superhero movies. Yeah, they attempted them before. There was Spider-Man made for TV, Spider-Man movies, and Captain America movies. Before I never after. liked those ones. I like the cartoons much <clears throat> better than the movies. Yeah, it was always about the cartoons for me. You enjoyed the Hulk series and Hulk movies, like the made-for-TV Hulk movies, like Hulk versus Thor, but like the, he- like the, old the dad bod Thor. Yeah. <laughs> you, I think you have that one on DVD somewhere. I do. I have all the Hulk movies. The I've seen you watch that movie more than once in our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I like old movies, though. It was back to watching one of my Vincent Price movies again today. So that, that whole thing with the with the Christmas tree, that was when Riggs was on narcotics right yeah. this this next day he's getting transferred to homicide because he made a blunder so badly they're they know he's suicidal <laughs> yeah. yeah they uh murtaugh's it already really doesn't seem like a giant step no in, in the direction of not being suicidal yeah well, go I... from undercover drugs to to nar- or from narcotics to to murder yeah. <laughs> well, the psychologist just wants him pulled. She doesn't want him on active yeah, duty she wants at him all. Altogether. And they yeah. won't let her do that. That's a great way to put in some exposition for the audience, though. <laughs> just have her yelling at his captain and telling yeah. the whole thing. His wife of 11 years just died, and he's already been known for pulling his gun when he shouldn't eat things. It'll make a billy go pew. And what did he say? <laughs> You can prove me wrong when he kills himself or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Captain's that. like, well, when he offs himself, then I'll be wrong. You'll see. And then shuts <laughs> the door. And so, they have like the weird sign for mail on the door. Have you seen those on <laughs> restrooms? I have when I was little, and I was trying to remember what the females looks like. But I do remember them. I just don't. It's a downward arrow, right? One looks yeah. like a erect. Another one I can't remember. <laughs> it a <does>. what? <laughs> Is that a type of bird? What did you say? Okay. I just know it was Austin Powers' necklace. Needless to say, my <laughs> point is taken. <laughs> Not if it's erect. If it was on Austin Powers, it is very much what I originally said I thought it looked like. Is it a symbol for Mojo? <laughs> you talking about the Powerpuff villain, Mojo Jojo? <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> you don't watch Powerpuff Girls no, religiously? Really. Dude, are you ever going to be cool? <sighs> I guess not. Anyway, lethal weapon. Oh, what a slog. <laughs> but I just love the way we cut in on Murtaugh. And it's this happens a few times in this movie. Just crazy dialogue going on into the scene. But he's talking to some other guy there. I don't know if it's his... I honestly don't know if he works with the guy or for the guy. He's just a guy that's in the room with Murtaugh when we cut to him in the office. Yeah, just a co-worker. Yeah. And he's just like, 
Look, man, I'm an 80s man. I cried last night in bed. How about that? Bye. And just leaves. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? <laughs> well, I think he was trying to tell him a couple of things, and one of them, they was having a new partner. No, that was the, that's another gentleman that's that comes one. in. Okay. The, For when some he reason, I first cut to him, there's like a little white guy. <laughs> yeah, why, why exactly did Briggs pull his gun out in the, in the office anyway? Yeah, I have no idea. He's just looking at it. Probably getting ready to clean it again for <laughs> yeah. the 70th like he's time today. the bullets. Yeah. I just love the way that guy just fucks off. He's like, yeah, I cried myself to sleep in bed, bed last night. Bye. He just takes <laughs> off. And Roger's just staring, glaring at Riggs. Yeah. Gun! Goes to tackle him like Aries would tackle me. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work out for him. He ended up on the ground with a gun pointed yeah. at his head. Before you came out here, me and Bob were outside, and Aries t- twice tried to tackle into me, and twice he just went flying like. Didn't I thought, work he, for you. thought he was going to hit your car, and then I thought he was going to hit the stairs. <laughs> All I did was just step to the side. He couldn't play football. No. He'd fail. Ugh. Yeah, he's got the physique, I think, more for baseball. He's if, a if runner. He's going to go with a sport. Yeah. <laughs> runner or swimmer. Or a bowler. <laughs> he doesn't have the patience for that. Look, man, I heard you're into Tai Chi and all that killer shit. <laughs> Guess we better register you as a lethal weapon. What? Boom, he said it. <laughs> what did they have them study three different martial arts for this movie? Yeah, and I wanted to talk about that real quick. <laughs> yeah, I was just looking up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever hear of the one? Nope. Oh, man, I need to like, that's going to be something I researched tonight after this. It was, it was, was it? Jailhouse Rock. Yeah, I was like, what the heck is that? That sounds like. Tai, tai Chi, Jiu-Jitsu, and Jailhouse Rock. Yeah, they mentioned Capoeira, <laughs> but. Oh, yeah. Jailhouse Rock is what they say. And Taekwondo. A form of fighting developed in the U.S. prison system. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with that name, it would have heard to be. Of that. Yeah. They were instructed in Jailhouse Rock by Dennis Newsom. For one fight scene. Well, two, maybe, right? That fight scene's pretty great. It's it's pretty high level for the time. Talking about the very end? Yeah. Yeah. And especially the guys that are in it, they are not known for fight scenes. It ain't like we're talking about Keanu Reeves and, yeah. and Chuck Norris have a scene where it's yeah. like, yeah, these guys have trained. It's Mel Gibson and Gary Busey. <laughs> these guys are both drunk right now. Like, it just... <laughs> But they do it amazing. Like, Gibson goes into that jujitsu, like, arm bar and everything so smooth. Yeah. I mean, it's heavily edited, but yeah. it I'm looks sure, fantastic. Yeah. And it's not like you can keep seeing, like, in some Van Damme movies, you just see, like, it's a stunt double, stunt double, stunt double. Right. The guy keeps – it always looks like them. Yeah. I'm sure there was plenty of choreography before the scenes. Yeah. God hates me. That's what it is. Hate him back. Works for me. But those crazy <laughs> eyes he gives him when he says that. And that's in the car. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that was like to hurt tons of people at that time since they're more religious back then. Maybe. Or just he hates. I mean, his wife just died. I'm sure that's what he's. Yeah. I'm sure that. But I mean, people take things so literally when it comes to that. And Shane Black said himself that he was in a really dark place when he wrote it. Yeah. Really? So, yeah. That sounds so close. This is when we first meet our bad guys. Uh, Mr. Mendez shows up at the. It looks like a factory slash nightclub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's I, a nightclub factory. I definitely feel like those characters could be dressed differently to fit the part better for this like time. Yeah. I don't it's like it. It's a nightclub called the factory. <laughs> yeah. It's a nightclub, but there's also an absolute working factory in the back room. <laughs> yeah. 
those two shots or two places just don't feel like they're in the same building. Well, maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's maybe the nightclub is the front for the drug factory in the back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like heavy machinery. <laughs> yeah. Like steam engine factory <laughs> making drugs. Yeah. I like Joshua. He plays it good. I don't like his boss very much. I think yeah. he could have found a better actor. No, Gary him. Busey's the bad guy in this movie. Yeah. yeah. General McAllister is the name of like the boss boss. Mm-hmm. And he just doesn't feel scary. He's dressed like an evil right. novelist. Yeah. I <laughs> and I didn't like how when he, he, what was it? He said, you pay people to work for you like they don't have loyalty and yes joshua was for his arm and he has the lighter up there and everything he's just holding it up how great is that that's really good i just didn't like how the other guy's face looked like i didn't feel like he was playing it well joshua was playing awesome and the guy that was scared saying they're crazy behind him but seems like that would work against loyalty they're just showing how You're loyal take your he number is. Number one guy and burn his arm with a lighter. That was yeah. the because exa- well, the guy was questioning like <laughs> these guys aren't loyal to you. They're loyal to money. Yeah, they're mercs, and right. he was like showing them what the loyalty looks like, and that yeah. was a pretty impressive display. It uh, is a fact. A lot of people don't know. Director yells, "Cut!" Gary Busey wouldn't move his arm. <laughs> so that's actually he just kept it going, and it was like finally twenty minutes of him just holding his arm on this lighter. They had to tase him. <laughs> He just kept looking well, at people and growling. I'm just kind of made all that up. Good, because I was just saying he's crazy. Though. Yeah, you'd think the guy with the lighter just turned the lighter off when he. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no reason why that would continue to happen. <laughs> I just made that all. It's just Gary Busey's such a nut job. Have you ever seen what was that show on Comedy Central where the guy was like Gary Busey's assistant? It was a reality type of oh, show. I don't know. I remember seeing an advertisement for that, but I don't think I ever watched the show. Dude, it's worth it if you can find yeah. it. I think there's one season. Gary Busey's like in <clears throat> in a loincloth loincloth around a fire with a like a rain stick and he's just talking like he's so out there the crazy shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy's bananas can't say i've seen that like i feel like his character in in uh black is it black sheep i don't know he's the sniper at the end oh okay yeah yeah i'm saying i think that character in that movie is how <clears throat> gary Busey is like in real life yeah hmm. <laughs> every once in a while i'll see like posts on on tiktok and instagram from him and they're just uh they he's the craziest person yeah <laughs> there's no other way to say remember it. when he was on Cele- celebrity apprentice no he was on celebrity apprentice with meatloaf and they got into a fight over crayons <laughs> he was on celebrity rehab too <laughs> yeah. doing crazy stuff on there too he won celebrity apprentice wow trump was like this kind of guy right here this one <laughs> yeah. Mr. Trump, you almost set my arm on fire. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a note though, you see almost no presents in this movie because it's actually the only Christmas movie. It's not about <laughs> presents, not about Santa Claus. It's about family, togetherness. I did like that. There wasn't one Santa Claus. Yeah. But even more than Die Hard, this is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Like they don't ever let, forget it. They say Merry Christmas like two dozen times in this movie. <laughs> but it's not like overdone with annoying um, commercialism. Like, I don't... Yeah. Like, I felt like... What was it? The one we did with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Which one was that? Like I, Jingle All the Way? Yeah, I hated that one. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that was my pick. Still hated that one. Maybe your style is Jingle All the Way too with Larry the Cable Dude. That one can burn. <laughs> your other one was better. That one can just burn. With this trailer. 
I did say Bugs Bunny saves rigs from suicide with the power of Christmas, right? Yes. So I we, we so. have that on. There's a bunch of times in this movie where we cut to just the TV and there's stuff going on. But right before he pulls the trigger, Bugs Bunny just opens the door. Merry Christmas. And he doesn't <laughs> do it. That parking garage for the police station is so smoky. How did anyone breathe in the 80s? Between all that smoke, the hairspray. They didn't know healthy everyone choices. Everyone smoked. <laughs> everyone smoked inside at restaurants. Yeah. In the delivery room. I mean, you were saying you went in that restaurant they had here a few years ago, and you were like, we got to leave. I thought it was <laughs> such a novel idea that we had to try it. Me and Chris, we were both smoking cigarettes at the time. Dude, there's a, there's a diner here that you can just smoke in. And we hadn't seen one like that in freaking 20 years. So we're like, <clears throat> all right, let's go. We got breakfast. and <laughs> It's gross to smoke while you're eating. It is so nasty. Yeah, there's nothing hard. fun about it. No. I mean, I know Mr. Mendez looks like a nine-year-old Charles Bronson. <laughs> Charles Bronson always looks old, even when he's like 28. Yeah. So that's probably what Bronson looked like when he was nine. I liked it when Roger was smoking that cigarette and those three guys tried to like take his money and stuff and he like beat him and tell him, you shouldn't smoke cigarettes. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that. No. I must have slipped out of the room. I didn't see that at all. Hmm. When does that happen? During the movie. I'm trying to Oh, think. my bad. I'm trying to think. I can't remember. I just was because you were talking about the cigarette thing. I remember that happening. Nope, actually, that didn't happen. I am sorry. I was going to say, I'm not trying to be funny. I just mu- did not see that scene. You know what happened? What? I was getting two different movies mixed up because I watched them within the same 24 hours. <laughs> that was on Dragnet. Oh, wow. You wanted to talk about Dragnet tonight? Is that what's going on? No, it just reminded me of the cigarette thing. <laughs> My favorite scene in Lethal Weapon was when Dan Aykroyd was being so goofy. <laughs> what about the dad of Amanda? They meet up and he's like, he has that story about trying to have you get her out of what she was into. I hate him. <laughs> she was doing she was doing videotapes, pornographic videotapes, heavy stuff, scat, POV, J-O-I. Step bro stuff, step mom stuff, who's good like, news, who's good Who who's throws their daughter under the bus like that? I know. And it's like it's just horrible. And he can't even tell him the right information to get him to go in the right direction because he's still covering his butt. Yep. I hate him. Bad dad. He I was happy when he died. Yeah. They got him. They did. Good. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. That was crazy. Just a surprise attack <laughs> helicopter at a funeral. <laughs> just surprise attack sniper. Yeah, really. I couldn't tell what it was. I was just <laughs> weirded out with the amount of eggnog. Sylvie was just happy somebody shot the eggnog. I mean, we didn't really talk about the jumper scene when 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 Riggs is talking down the suicidal business guy. He kind of yeah. tricks him, handcuffs him, and jumps with him. Yeah, Murtaugh's flipping out when he gets to the bottom. Hey, you come here, come it's here. So weird how I'm... he just switched like that. He's like, come on, man, you don't want to do this. I don't want to be up here, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, he's like, okay, you want a job? Yeah. <laughs> he just, like, snapped. Yeah. <laughs> I did not see what was wrong with what he did. Because literally, uh, Rogers just said, just bring him down. Yeah. Without shooting him, without Yeah, technically, dying. he did exactly what he was he asked. He did exactly to do. what he was asked to do. Possible. Yeah, situation over. <laughs> And the guy will never do that again because he got so scared for the idea of jumping off a building. It won't happen again. That scene got me though. When he when he's so mad and he gets in that store that's closing and he slams that revolving door, it just swings. <laughs> so good. I love that whole scene. That was awesome. And how it just 
And now he switches it off. I'm hungry. I'm yeah. going to go get something. Yeah, he's like, if you're so suicidal playing these games, here, use my gun. And then he, like, does. He pulls the trigger back far enough that, I mean, it's Murtaugh's gun. He knows the gun. He shot yeah. it. He fully pulled yeah. the trigger. Murtaugh sticks his thumb in between the hammer and the gun. He shot it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Murtaugh saves him. If Murtaugh didn't stick his hand in there, he was dead. That's why Murtaugh goes, ow. Yeah, he was done. Yep. <laughs> and then he's just, I'm hungry. <laughs> He's always hungry. Like you have, you notice he has a stressful thing. He goes spastic, and then he has to go eat right afterwards. Yeah, like it yeah. brings his blood sugar down so much. He's like, I need food. Yeah. <laughs> Does he eat dog food in this one, or is that the sequels? I think that's the next one. Okay. <laughs> I could believe it. It doesn't seem like it takes very much. He wants food all the time. <laughs> I could have sworn that whole desert third act where they're in the desert and then they're being tortured. I thought that was the sequels. I did not remember that was in the first movie. Oh yeah. That, by the way, is not how batteries work. I disagree. That torture scene. <laughs> That's exactly how it would work. You can't do that. That doesn't electrocute people. <laughs> Made you look good. Positive and negative against your skin, but from a battery, will not electrocute you. Look, Bob, Endo <laughs> knows more about... He's forgotten more about pain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Than we'll ever know. Maybe he knows how to use the battery. <laughs> I love you want me to drive? No, I'll drive! You just shot yourself in the head. Yeah, really. <laughs> what you driving? It's like if it's a play on that I'll drive, no I'll drive thing, that little power dynamic, but this is really you can't drive because you'll you're kill gonna, us. You're both. gonna kill us both <laughs> yeah. you know, intentionally. Yeah, on purpose. <clears throat> I don't know. He was really scary driving. I felt yeah. like Riggs was having more of a heart attack in the passenger seat than <laughs> Roger would have had if he was driving. He did finally get to drive toward the end, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. By then, they're trusting each other. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once the daughter goes missing, that's that's about when you realize Riggs isn't going to kill himself until at least he finds her. Yeah. <laughs> they don't really set up a reason for... Well, we'll get to it, I guess. <laughs> a lot happens in this one. It's crazy. Trying to talk about everything that happens, it, it takes us longer to talk about all the crazy stuff that happens than it did for it to happen in the movie. <laughs> that's why we pick out the most important parts and everyone has to go back and watch it. So they get the address of the guy who was paying the bills for Amanda Hudsucker. And they're showing up at that address, which they, I guess, they just happened to coincidentally get let in by the person leaving. And that's why they didn't need a warrant. Yes, yeah, she invited them in. Yep. Make yourself at home. <laughs> I was like, because <laughs> at first I thought they were set up to go meet with him or talk with him or ask him questions. And then it's just, no, they just get there and they're just dealing with heroin. In the window. It is the most beautiful garden you ever saw. Yeah. I fell in love. I want to live there. So does Riggs. <laughs> I agree. They see the women in the window. Mm-hmm. And while they're looking in the window, the guy they went there to talk to was over by the pool and he shoots them, shoots at him with a shotgun. So they, they return fire, take him down. I guess Murtaugh shoots him in the leg. And he has this whole bit about, see, nobody died. This is, now I'm happy. Now you can arrest him, read him his rights, and I'll just be over here happy. <laughs> the guy pulls the gun. Yep. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Riggs has to save his life. Yep, Riggs throws the gun in the air and then shoots him. And he falls through the swimming pool that has a plastic cover. Yeah. Which automatically takes away his airflow. So they killed him twice. They shot him and then drowned him. <laughs> Again, had to be during, killed twice. See, during that scene, I thought it was really awkward, that look that Riggs gave Murtaugh. Did you catch that? When the guy was pulling the gun out? Yeah. 
He kind of looks like makes eye contact with Murtaugh. Like, see, see? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's out of my control. See, see, see? like he doesn't react <laughs> as fast as he could because first he says he has a gun. Yeah. You're standing right next to him. <laughs> He's like, this is not my fault. Like, I think yeah. that's what he was like. Yeah. <laughs> that eye contact thing was like unsaid. It's not my fault. <laughs> yeah. That's the second time they had to kill him twice. Yeah. They had to shoot him and drown him. Yep. So now they're no closer with answers, but they're considering it open and shut because that's the guy who killed her and they killed him. So it's done. Right. The whole police work investigation part, that's not necessary. No. He acted guilty, so it was him. Yeah. But they are at the shooting range talking everything out afterwards, right? Or is that before? Well, right after... It's weird because right after Riggs is watching TV in like this really cool outside room. Yeah. In his underwear. And then it turns out they're still at the guy's house and he's just (laughs) in his underwear watching the dude's TV after shooting and drowning him. I thought that was funny. Like they got there during the day. It's nighttime. He's just watching TV. Yeah. I get they're all soaking wet. So they had to get changed, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. Then they they meet back at at Murtaugh's house. They're having dinner. Was that the first night they had dinner together? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I only remember two. I remember the one time, yeah. and then Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the first night. Murtaugh's all like, "What's for dinner? Let's see. It's something brown, and sticky, and shitty. It's <laughs> <laughs> just all over." Yeah, he doesn't even ask his wife if it's okay if they have company. He's just like, nope. "Do you have company? Yeah. It's for dinner." I'm like, they're eating dinner, and it's just all kinds of small talk going on. Like, nothing that's really plot-driven, just all different conversations going on at once, mm-hmm. which it all kind of works somehow. Yeah. That's so, how normal dinner is. One time, Murtaugh's like, hey, why aren't we having fish? What happened to the fish? And the wife's like, don't ask about the fish. Yeah. <laughs> like, she messed up cooking fish. That's a pretty easy one. You leave it on there too long, it's all dried out and icky. Yeah. Well, you seen her trying to cook with eggs. <laughs> she couldn't figure out eggs. Eggs aren't easy either. <laughs> Low They're heat, over people. easy. <laughs> Eggs aren't easy. What about the daughter eyeing rigs the whole dinner? She wanted some rigs. <laughs> she definitely has a type. Yeah. <laughs> you know the, the actors. She was only fourteen years younger than than Murtaugh. Really, Danny Glover? Yeah. <laughs> I told you she's like twenty. Murtaugh was born in forty six, and she was born in fifty. No, wait, nineteen sixty. Fourteen years. Wow. <laughs> Because I was trying to calculate, because after that, she's having the whole discussion. Why is it okay that I drink a beer but not have a joint in the house? Yeah, really. You're going to ask your cop father yeah. why she, why I can't smoke pot. That's so... <laughs> so, I had looked it up, and the drinking age changed to 21 in 1984. Yeah. What, what was the legal marijuana age in 1984? We didn't have one yet. But <laughs> my point was... So Riggs had to have had her when he was 29 at the earliest, twenty about 29. His other two kids are around like seven, eight. This poor man's going to be raising kids and he's only 70. Oh, you haven't seen the sequels yet. <laughs> Do they have more kids? You got to watch the sequels. Oh, God. I couldn't imagine. I'd just shoot myself right there. <laughs> I don't want to be raising anyone after I'm 70. <laughs> I like it's, what, it's like the vacation movies. As the, as the film series goes on, the kids get younger. Yeah, no, it's always the same <laughs> actors. That's what's great about the sequels. Yeah. Oh, God. I like they all start kind of breaking out rapping. Yeah, that was cute. But when it's Dan, when it's Danny Glover's turn, we don't see him do it. We just hear a voice that sounds like his doing yeah, it, yeah. like ADR. Yeah, like you had to like go that. out of the room to do it. 
that or they just got a guy that sounds like him to do it. I, I, I wrote down, I don't believe Danny Glover has ever rapped, rapped in this scene, or has rapped since. <laughs> yeah, having that conversation on the boat. They're so drunk off of, like, three beers. They, like, just crack a six-pack open. There's still three, four beers left on it, and they're smashed. Both yeah. of them falling out the boat. <clears throat> I believe that a Roger. I don't believe it a Riggs. I feel like he just knows how to drink all day long, and he's fine. Yeah, yeah. He just got off of undercover narcotics. He's going to get drunk on three beers. That's what I'm saying. He's fine. He's <laughs> the guy eats he's heroin. Yeah. <laughs> Daughter asks if she can go on a date with Mark. Mark, the one with the blonde hair and the pock marks. They're dimples, dad. <laughs> Whatever they are. He gets an unceremonious off-screen murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't get to meet him. He nope. just has a name. We just find out his name's Mark. He's blonde with dimples. And he's dead. <laughs> And his daughter snuck out of the house when she wasn't supposed to. That's what we get from that. That's what happens to children who don't listen to their parents. They get kidnapped and almost killed. Riggs is leaving, and he's just like, I did a guy in Laos once. I was 19. Talking about the thousand-yard rifle shot. Yeah. Okay, so it was a thousand yards, right? Yep, in high wind. And Roger's like, that can't happen. or It's not plausible. Does he say something like that? I thought he said that's impressive. Yeah. I thought he said that's <laughs> impossible. I mean, I think it's impossible. <laughs> it's a long shot in high wind. Yeah. Because I think he was still believing he was like just talking out of his butt. It was right before <clears throat> the shooting scene, right? Yeah, it was because before the next morning showed. is when they're at the shooting range. Yeah. So I had to look it up. It's a JTF two <clears throat> sniper. And it's the longest range ever recorded for a kill. 3,871 yards on record. What? Oh, in like real life? In, the in real life. Yeah. That's the longest anyone. 3,000 yards. That's crazy. What was he shooting with? I just the Death you. Star? <laughs> a JTF, whatever that is. I don't know what it is. I just read. What Jedi Wiki- Task Force. It's just- the Death Star. I just read what Wikipedia told me, and it's in 2017 that was accomplished. Sylvia's a real gun nut. (laughs) You want to know what gun? I was interested if it was plausible. I don't know anything about guns, so I need to look this up. Yeah. (laughs) Murtaugh goes back in the house, opens up that little toy gift from his kid, the toy gun, Mm -hmm. to Sergeant Murtaugh, and then proceeds to watch porn for the rest of the night. (laughs) What? Well, I mean, it's part of his case. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you no, know, he opens up under the gift was an evidence bag, and then the evidence bag was that videotape okay. of her yeah. naked and the stepbrother stuff. Which I still don't think that should be left at his home. <laughs> yeah, it's weird he gets deliveries at his house. It's his wife brought it. His wife is a secretary. <laughs> Here's the evidence you asked for, sir. Sorry about dinner. Yeah. I wonder if she has some, like, place in the police force that she does, like, has to do something. Like, they didn't know what she was going to I mean, be doing. We may not know her place, but she knows her place. At her husband's side, help <laughs> whatever he needs help with. Whatever he says she needs to do. <laughs> the the yearbook did make me laugh. <clears throat> what part about it? It's, it's a yearbook, you know. Yeah. Everybody's seen yearbooks. <laughs> when it goes to the picture of Amanda Hudsucker, she's, like, facing the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> like they didn't tell her where the camera was. <laughs> maybe oh, maybe she didn't kill herself. Maybe she's blind. Oh yeah. She didn't know which way to face for the picture in, in school. 
And maybe she was thinking she was walking to the fridge. It's, I don't know. She's blind. She might have needed to wear glasses or something, didn't have her contacts in. Maybe. And she accidentally climbed up over the railing and jumped out the window. Maybe she thought it was her fridge stool. Maybe she was just high and hallucinating that she was going up a flight of stairs. Just saying. Then how did she not see the camera for the school pictures? I'm saying when she fell off the thing. I'm guessing they did that because it was a younger actress that maybe didn't look like the actress that plays Amanda. So they wanted to get a shot of her from the side so you couldn't tell. But they had the picture of her (laughs) with her father in her apartment. Yeah. So maybe they just grabbed a headshot and didn't think about it. It was like, this looks like a school book photo. Maybe. I can see that. I don't think kids get to make that choice when they're sitting there for the camera. I'm actually going to look. I'm going to look at 11 o'clock if you could just take a picture like that. (laughs) It could be like our freaking school that they messed up on something and they just cut the picture out of every yearbook and still charge you the same price. Rude. (laughs) They charge you and then don't give you a yearbook. We had that one too. Never received our yearbook. And then one year it was a piece was cut out of our yearbook. They didn't like a picture they took of one of the kids. <laughs> so they, it's not like they blacked it out or just removed the picture from the yearbook before they printed it. They printed the yearbooks and then went into every book and cut with scissors <laughs> it looked out horrible. this picture. I was so upset. Yeah. It was our first year of book we ever bought for our child. Yeah. And then the school doesn't have the decency to give them a couple of days to have people write in the yearbook. They give them to them on the last day and say, here, or you pick them up after school ends. <laughs> okay, I'm done bitching about the school. <laughs> you can cut that all out. <laughs> I like the shooting range, though, when, when they start trying to show off to each other. Because, I mean, arguably, Murtaugh's a good shot. Right. It's n- nothing about his shooting that's bad but when he's like watch and learn kind of pulls out and draws on the target gets it right between the eyes then murtaugh's like all right let me give it a shot and he just keeps holding the button down that sends the target down the range and and just humming (laughs) i love the humming the humming makes it great i think that's what i said that was uh he was humming the theme from laugh in nice (laughs) it's funny yeah. The humming adds to the scene. Because other than that, there's nothing going on, really. No, it irritated me, though. I was so annoyed with it. I had to count the shots. Oh, yeah. So I counted the shots, and he made five shots. There was <laughs> seven holes besides for that's the one in the nose, which was eight. And that's how good Riggs is. Yeah. That he can make extra shots happen? He's good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that smiley face was three shots too much. I, I didn't. I, I thought about counting it. I'm like, well, we're going to be able to see how many shots he made. I wonder if they lined it up. And I was like, I don't want to know. <laughs> I did. I had to know. It annoyed me. I wanted to know. That's why I was asking you. I was like, he only had one on that paper, right? <laughs> I thought it was weird when they were comparing guns. When they were walking to the car that time. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, that's some heavy equipment you got there. Yeah. And it's a nine millimeter handgun. It's not really heavy. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Compared to his 357 or whatever <laughs> yeah. it is he's walking around with. Yeah, the one he had was a higher caliber. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty serious hardware you're dealing with. A lot of, like, grumbling, growling yeah. from Murtaugh on this one. And I guess they decide to check out a lead. Yeah, they put it, they somehow put a, cra- it's a crazy leap. But while they're shooting, they're like, hey, I was thinking about it. What if that girl at the scene was the one that was with her in bed before she jumped? Yeah. What if Dixie was the one that was there with her? 
Yeah. Because it's not her it's not her normal part of town that she's in. Which is all they have to go on. That's their yeah. lead. So they decide to go to Dixie's house to and, ask her. And then the what is it? Four kids. or five kids yeah. are out there. You're gonna rest, Dixie. <laughs> You're gonna bust, Dixie. <laughs> they 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 call him out like they they spot him up the street. Yeah, it's the cops. <laughs> At least they're aware of their surroundings, so they're paying attention. So when the kid says he saw somebody else, they believe him. Yeah, I love <laughs> the kids not want to talk to the cops. What's your name, son? Don't tell him, Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him anything. He's six. How old are you? He's six. Don't tell him. He covers he covers Alfred's mouth and answers it. Yeah, that little kid it's is so, so funny. cute. Yeah. I love it. It just is how kids are. Yeah. Then they all get sidetracked with him asking for ice cream and Alfred's trying to leave. Not you, Alfred. <laughs> which is totally against the law because he should have had his parents present while he was getting asked questions. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the um the explosion goes off and Riggs is the one that's looking at the device and he's like, oh, this is beautiful. This is real, real work talking about the yeah. explosive device. Haven't seen this since military. Yeah. Mercury trigger. This is where his accent breaks real bad again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, you hit the switch and gaflooey. Gaflooey. That's not. Kablooey. <laughs> yeah. Gaflooey. Like he just read it real quick and didn't know the words. Gaflooey, so. yeah. eh? All right. That's a cut, mate. <laughs> It's clean. Next scene. How come Alfred doesn't get ice cream? He has to answer questions. He probably gets ice cream after. He, should, he deserves more ice cream for actually doing the work. <laughs> for spotting that tiny tattoo on. Because apparently Gary Busey was way too close to this kid. Yeah. People usually ignore children. I don't think they pay attention to anything. Give me some drawing paper and some crayons. All right. Now tell me what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> You think you could draw him? Yeah. All right. Tell me what he looks like. <laughs> so that that information that that it was a special forces guy that that killed Dixie is enough for Murtaugh to know he has to go talk to Amanda's dad again. Yeah. Again, Special I'm not sure. Like I'm I'm following, I'm paying attention, but I don't see how they're getting to where they're getting at. <laughs> well, I think they need to go back and talk to her because he was in military. And he was in that special forces, and I think Mer- Roger knew that. Okay, maybe he was special forces. I, I mean, M- Roger was was in the military too. Yeah, but, they all fought in Vietnam. Yeah, but <laughs> I think he was above his pay grade. Okay, so the the general paid Dixie to poison Amanda to scare Michael Hudsucker from going to Murtaugh because when Murtaugh originally called. Or when, when Hudsucker really was originally was trying to call Murtaugh, it was to try to blow the whistle. Yeah. <laughs> then just there, surprise attack helicopter. Yeah. Middle of a funeral, just an attack helicopter comes out of nowhere. Riggs just One starts to catch everybody surprise. Yeah. With the loudest vehicle that could possibly come <laughs> up on you. Nobody hears it. <laughs> well, his place he picked was pretty secluded. Right on the reef. It was so secluded sound couldn't get there. Yeah, sound so. can't make it. <laughs> Riggs just like fired. We just see he's the most like lethal with a pistol. Yeah. And we just see him like unloading 20 shots out of his pistol at this helicopter. It doesn't get nothing. We don't see a hole in the helicopter, nothing. You, like, okay. <laughs> he's like, I like how it's later and he gets shot by him again. He's like, I don't forget an asshole. <laughs> I, I wrote that down. I wrote that down. That was maybe my quote for, for the movie is Riggs never forgets an asshole. 
That one made me giggle. Yeah, but now he's wearing a vest. Mm-hmm. That is crazy when he gets shot, though. He just black. <laughs> Busey's Mr. Joshua comes flying around the corner, fishtailing, shoots him with a shotgun out the window. Mm-hmm. He's talking to that one prostitute. He's like, hey, what's a nice Irish Christian girl like you doing in a place like this? I kind of wanted to know where they cut that scene where he was uh, trying to pay a prostitute just to watch TV with him because he was lonely. Like, I would want to know where yeah, that Yeah, originally it's after the first dinner scene. He has dinner with the Murtaugh's, leaves, gets in the truck after saying he killed the guy in Laos, mm-hmm. and then goes and finds a, a prostitute to just watch TV with him. I think that would have been fine keeping in the movie. It made it a little bit longer, but I think it would kind of help yeah. a little. I wonder if it's in the director's cut. Maybe. We should get it and find out. Because I know I've seen the director's <laughs> cut because I've seen the scene where he takes out the school shooter. Yeah. I have not. Yeah, I, I don't know that I have. I don't think I did. And after that happens, when he gets shot, they get the call that a blonde kid was shot and killed near Roger's house. Yeah, that one I didn't put together until this very last time we watched the movie, right before the podcast or this morning. They, they decide to go back to Murtaugh's house because it was the the daughter's boyfriend <laughs> that was the dead body two blocks away. Yeah, it, it, the description sounded like Mr. Dimples. Yeah. Blonde, <laughs> blonde white male. And then he's like, let me guess, with dimples. And, and the dispatcher's like, how'd you know he had dimples? It's um, like, how did you know he had dimples? Is that how 911 calls work? Yeah. I'm wondering, because I don't know if we get to see many of his neighbors, if his neighborhood's prominent black or if it's more interracial at that time. We don't really see very much with the neighbors. Yeah. Because otherwise, I don't see how he could just pinpoint that that was his daughter's boyfriend. I mean, you're in L.A. He's a blonde guy with dimples. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like everyone in L.A. would probably have blonde hair. Uh, what raised the most suspicion, I think, is that it was just two blocks from his house. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it was his call. <clears throat> yeah. Then we get a shot of Joshua calling the police station to get information, pretending he's KCOP, the news company. And the cop's like, yep, Officer Riggs was killed. Who is this again? Hang up. Yeah. Thanks for the info. Click. <laughs> and he's all smiling. That guy would no longer work at that police department. <laughs> Anybody can call. Hey, I'm with the news. Hey, what happened with the officer involved shooting? Oh, Martin Riggs died. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. When they have to say it's, we can't comment at this time. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be the one that says anything that ends up as a quote on the news. Yeah, no doubt. You never want to be the the one that says anything that gets quoted. Save that for the chief. Yeah. (laughs) That's when they get back. They get to Murtaugh's house, and Murtaugh kicks in his own door. He's like, bro, you have the keys. (laughs) He's like, oh, it's okay. We always just fuck this house up. Let's go. (laughs) It seems like it. Poor house. And his poor wife and children getting scared out of their beds. Yeah, they find the note on the door. Or that was slipped under the door, I guess. Mm-hmm. They slip a note. So, yeah, she must have broke out because they had to slip the note under the door. Yeah, because I think she wanted to go on that date. Yeah. And I phone feel like, call. I feel like she would have had easier ways to leave. There's so many holes in that house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, luckily, they're, they're installing two new windows in her bedroom. So, it was just a big open wall like to it. the outside. <laughs> How many projects he got going at once? He got to be rebuilding the boat. He's got the yeah. house getting rebuilt. I feel like he's getting ready for retirement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's fifty. Was yeah, it? He is 50. too old for this shit. Yeah, he is too old for this shit. <laughs> they set up the meat in the desert. 
Riggs is like, we're going to do it my way. We're going to get bloody. Yeah. You have to kill people. Yeah. None of this shooting to talk to him shit. <laughs> All I was looking at was when he was running with his sneakers and thinking there has to be a better choice of footwear to wear when you're running through the sand in the yeah. desert. I, <laughs> it just did not work for me. <laughs> I was confused. I'm like, why is there a helicopter? And I thought, oh, maybe they're trying to do like a smoke screen. So if there is any snipers around, they won't be able to see. No. <clears throat> no, just we wanted a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I want to know how that dude knew, knew exactly where Riggs was. Yeah. Everybody thought he was dead. And how Riggs had all that time <clears throat> to take point. Yeah. And find the one spot behind Murtaugh so he can't take <laughs> yeah, the shot. Directly behind him. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the only place that had any kind of cover. There was a few there, little bushes there. Yeah, yeah. There, he didn't really have a lot of choices. <laughs> oh, man, it is such a bummer when McAllister catches him, though. Yeah. Because he takes out, like, four dudes. Yeah. It's great. The whole standoff is really cool. More than that, I thought he got, like, five or six. Yeah, he, he shoots a lot. but He, we like, see... immediately got two that were right next to the daughter. Right. I can't... Th- those two, and then he shoots the one that gets on the hood. Yeah. So that's three, and there's one more we see him take out. But then he starts pointing. But we hear him shooting as we're seeing other stuff, so we yeah, can yeah. assume. But then when it cuts to just Murtaugh, there's like 13 guys still. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, God, I had a two vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> there was 40 guys in the helicopter. That's why they had yeah. to bring the helicopter. What's the daughter's name? It starts with an R. <laughs> R- R- Rhea Perlman? No. <laughs> it was like Raina or Raina. Raina, okay. Raina takes off in the limo. Yeah. Oh, that was the fourth guy. The guy that was driving the limo gets shot. Oh, right, yeah. That's the four I counted that he he got. I don't know how many people Murtaugh kill, kills. I don't think he got any. Okay. <laughs> so he was just running. Yeah, pretty much. He like immediately got shot in the shoulder. Yeah. <clears throat> he had a smoke grenade or a flashbang. <laughs> yeah. why, would, why would he think that would work? <laughs> I don't know. Why... Why doesn't Mr. Joshua shoot him? Let my daughter go, I'll blow us all up. Yeah. What? No, you won't. It's your daughter, stupid. <laughs> we get the torture scene, which no better way to show abs than to get electrocuted with your hands <laughs> above your head. I like how he escapes, though. It's pretty good. Yeah. I like that, that Busey's getting electrocuted, too. Like, Mr. Joshua's trying to hold him in <laughs> yeah, place. Yeah, he's trying to reposition him. Yeah, yeah, he keeps getting zapped as well. Ow! <laughs> Endo was in Die Hard, too, right? Or Die Hard as well. The guy I, doing the torturing. Die Hard as well. Yeah. I Is that like the fourth so. or Yeah, you know, it's the 17th. <laughs> I, I'm writing it. It's a spec script I got. No, but he's the one that was stealing candy. I think so. Yeah. I feel like he was there. He escapes, beats the hell out of Endo. Breaks in and it's just like, it's right after McAllister says, give it up. There's no more real heroes, which realistically in that scene, there's no reason for him to say that. <laughs> like he, you got all the information you need. I think you could just kill Murtaugh. I don't understand why Murtaugh's alive <clears throat> or especially why uh, Riggs is still alive. I don't believe that. He- well, they were trying to figure out if they shared any information with the rest the of the police force. Drop off. Any, any yeah. Info they got from Hudsucker. So they torture him. Which I would just say, yeah, the whole, the whole department knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean. Just go with it. <laughs> Your drop off is We're totally out of you. There, there, there's a whole task force dedicated yeah. to you now. <laughs> I don't know. Riggs just goes like John Wick. Yeah. He just beats the hell out of everybody, kills everybody. Who's next? Who's getting Which, next? I mean, really, they could have had him stuck there, too. All they had to do was point a gun at the daughter. Yeah. 
<laughs> nope, nobody thinks of that. No. I don't know if they think he cares enough about his daughter. I think he just likes to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ho- Everybody needs a hobby. That seems to be Riggs' hobby, killing people. <laughs> so Stick with what you're good at. They all kind of split and take off running. And it ends up being Murtaugh going after General McAllister. Yeah, all of a sudden there's guys coming out of the rafters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what? Where the hell did this dude come from? I like how he gets hung up on that hook in the sky. Yeah, yeah, he's it's, just swinging. It's great. <laughs> that stuff's awesome. That's why I love 80s movies. <laughs> Where he just pops in, snapping people's necks. and Yeah. doing. Yeah, he's probably like the first guy doing gun fu. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. John Wick, he goes in there like John. Yeah. He snaps one dude's neck, uses one guy's gun to shoot the other guy, then shoots him with it. Yep. And then, so they split up. Mr. Joshua takes someone's Audi. I know it's an Audi because he said so. <clears throat> <laughs> and then McAllister is trying to escape with his driver. Mm-hmm. Murtaugh's like, he died today. Yeah, he catches him in the alley. He's like, no way you live through this, and shoots the driver. Yeah. <laughs> so. Step one to killing McAllister, he shot the driver. McAllister's still alive, so he grabs the wheel, gets out into the street, and gets T-boned by a bus that's, like, speeding. It flips the car over onto its onto its hood, and you're like, he's dead. Is he dead? He's got to be dead. And you look, well, there's fire, and he's surrounded by about a dozen grenades. <laughs> so they kill him, like, three times. <laughs> overkill. It's all overkill. It's my point. This whole movie is overkill. <laughs> But it feels so good. <laughs> yeah. And then Mr. Joshua, who you're thinking, okay, this guy's in Mexico by now or halfway to Canada. He like no he's out. Stay. He's out skis. No. Your boss is dead. Just keep running. Go. Nope. He's going to go back to the cop's house. Yeah. <laughs> Run now to I, the cops. Yeah. Now he has a vignette against Riggs and he knows he wants to kill his partner's daughter. And yeah. Which I still don't understand why it's personal for Mr. Joshua. I feel like you're a mercenary. You move on. I feel like they met in the war. They don't say that, though. But that's what it makes me feel like. They knew each yeah. other. Especially that thing, like, when they're fighting, and he says, here's your chance to beat me. What he says is, how about it, pal? You want your shot at the title? Yeah. yeah. Which is the coolest damn thing to say, and it doesn't matter who he's fighting. It's just the coolest thing to say when you start a fight. <laughs> and it's how I'm going to start fights from now on. <laughs> just at the library. This book is seven days late. You want a shot at the title? <laughs> I still feel like they knew each other from the past. It's pretty thin. Everything in this movie is pretty thin. Their whole logic of where they get everywhere, <laughs> yeah. who their suspects are, it's all thin. So it's a it's a factory nightclub torture alley. <laughs> right. It's, it's a really great space. Now that this guy's dead, some realtor, some real estate agent is going to have a great space to put on the market. <laughs> nightclub slash steam engine factory slash torture chamber. Freddy's steam room. Yeah. <laughs> I can go with that. <laughs> Mr. Joshua's going through the house. He finds the note on the Christmas tree. Sorry, bad guys. No one here but us cops. And then Murtaugh drives a... He just sends a police car through his own house. Yeah. Like, I thought it was funny he kicked in his own door. You have the keys. No, I'm just going to drive a car through it. <laughs> he hates his house. I think he wants to move. After the cop car, he needs to. And then we get the greatest fight scene in the whole movie. And I'm not going to complain about anything about it. It's all <laughs> realistic and all great. Nothing to complain about. Okay. What? Nothing. I'm not arguing. That's how cops do. They just sit back and watch somebody get beat. Yeah. That's probably Well, Murtaugh kind of told them to. Yeah. Murtaugh's house. His rules. 
He's a senior officer on scene. Why does Mr. Joshua fight Riggs? Telling it's personal. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, you have nothing to gain here. Even if you win the fight, you're going to prison. Yeah. Nothing to lose either. That's a bad mercenary. Except. <laughs> well, he wants his shot at the title. He does want a shot at the title, which I don't even know. Is this an interim title? Is this accredited? He gets police brutality with the fact that they should have arrested him and he might be able to get his charges dropped if they don't have enough incriminating evidence to set on him. So he does get something out of this. He absolutely, any lawyer would have got that man off. Yes, that's what I'm saying. He <laughs> After gets that arrest. Everything. <laughs> if he didn't go ahead and try to shoot him anyway in yeah. slow motion. If you're going to shoot him, don't do it in slow motion. Yeah. Come on. So he does. He, he pulls the gun out of one of the cop's holsters, pulls it out towards Riggs, and they both shoot him. Two guns, two bullets, killed him twice. The end. He's dead. Break up for Christmas dinner. Oh, yeah. Not the end. <laughs> <laughs> no, he has to get his... What kills me about that fight scene, it's like the most epic fight scene. And it was pretty good. The moment it starts, he's like, what about it, Jack? You want a shot at the title? And he's like, yeah, I'll get me some. And they start to fight. And Sylvie just gets up, starts futzing around in the kitchen with shit. And like this whole fight's going on. And she's just like checking the teapot or something. I'm like, God, this movie so doesn't hit you the way it hits me. It's like when, you, when you're watching a Rocky movie and you hear the music start for the montage. And, and you just see people like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. Yes, yeah. What? Where are you going? Sit back down. Do you know what that music means? Just futzing around in the kitchen. He's trying to make me make criticisms. Do you see him? <laughs> Murtaugh's all, break his fucking neck. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cops. That's what cops do. Just kill him. Yeah. Snap his fucking neck. He so should have been taken off that case when his daughter got taken. <laughs> yeah, that was like a role reversal thing there. Yeah, me. and now he's the psycho unhinged. Yeah, Murtaugh's like, kill him. And Riggs is like, oh, he's not worth it. Yeah, Riggs is like, no, I'm not going to kill him. Everybody's watching. <laughs> Rig shows up, gives a 15-year-old a bullet for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. We gave it to her to give his dad. Yeah, yeah. He'll I get, understand. I get the symbolism. It's just funny seeing him just show up at the house in hand. Not even Murtaugh, just some little girl. Here, take this. Give it to your yeah. dad. It's a bullet. I know. Invites him in for dinner. Best scene. Yeah. Can I bring a friend? Sure. <laughs> Cat did not like the friend. <laughs> no. I got five on the mutt. <laughs> I love it. Favorite scene? Um, trying to think. Mine's the fight at the end with Gary Busey and uh, Mel Gibson. I know. It's great. That was good. I like the Christmas tree scene. Christmas tree's really good. <clears throat> Shows how insane he really is. Yeah, yeah. I love every time he goes insane. And that little weird like <laughs> yeah. jaw thing he does afterwards where he's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, like, snaps his jaw back into regular mode. Slaps his hand on his face like the, the Three Stooges. Yeah, yeah. He goes straight Three Stooges on him. Pokes <laughs> the one guy in the eyes. Yeah. Grabs the other guy's nose. <laughs> I think my favorite scene is after he jumps <clears throat> off the building and they get into that fight. And then my least favorite scene is I hate it. Absolutely hate it. When she jumps in the car and she's having the chase away from the helicopter. I hate that so much. I don't think it should be there. It's stupid. Just don't let her get in the car. Yeah. If, if you're going to have the helicopter stop the limo in the most unrealistic, how did yeah. it stop the car way? Yeah. Then just don't let her get in the car then. Because no, I don't want to. I even mean, know. How did the helicopter stop that car? Yeah. 
It, what did he run it, it off? It the... just made her panic and drive yeah. into a ditch. But the whole thing is ditches. It's not even like they ran her off the road. There's no road. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. I don't like it. Yeah. Everything no. else was fine <clears throat> up My... until that little piece in between. Yeah. That makes sense. It, it doesn't make sense. It's just why. Yeah. It's not as good as the limo scene with the helicopter. You, oh, man. Have you seen True Lies? You've seen True Lies. A while ago. That's a limo chase scene. Yeah. <laughs> Across a bridge that's getting blown up. Yeah, the bridge is out and they're in the limo. I wonder if they borrowed heavily from Lethal Weapon for that final scene. <laughs> How about you, Bob? Least favorite? Least favorite? I don't know. For my least favorite is going to be the beginning. It's going to be her getting super horny and committing suicide. Even after watching the whole movie and learning <laughs> yeah, that was kinda awkward. every plot point, I don't understand why she had to be suicidal. Yeah. I understand drugs make people do weird things. I get that. I understand drugs are bad. But <laughs> it's so unnecessary. Right. I feel like when there's scenes like that, especially at the beginning of movies, you should have the option just to be able to click, like parental, click them out. So you can sit in there with your kids and not have to worry about it. Oh, yeah. And I'm not... Don't get me wrong. I have no problem with the boobs. That's no, not my point at all. I know <laughs> that. But my point is that you have these awesome movies that have maybe two or three minutes of just stupid Oh, things. I know. It's a bummer. Yeah. And you want your kid to see it so bad. Yeah. But it's like, oh, I forgot. Six minutes in, there's a... <laughs> yeah. I think they were really just going for a WTF moment at the beginning to get everybody hooked. Yeah. <clears throat> It has a weird, like new, like an almost a noir, noir type of feel to the scene, but yeah. it just leaves me confused. Even after you 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 tie all the loose ends, I'm still confused about the beginning of the movie. <laughs> like, yeah, she was high, yeah, she was drugged, and yeah, she was poisoned. Did she really have to kill herself? Also, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not saying it doesn't look great. I'd still, I'd rather you just not show her all horny in the bed for some reason, <laughs> yeah. and just show her fly off. And then let us wonder if someone pushed her. Yeah. Because we didn't see inside. That right. would make more sense until, uh, instead of this like weird convoluted, well, she jumped off to her death, but we ran talk screens and she was poisoned. Like, okay. <laughs> Just felt like he didn't know how he wanted to kill her, but she specifically needed to die right away. <laughs> it's okay. It turns out if the poison didn't kill her. There was a shotgun rig to explode the moment she opened the closet door. It's like, why does she... Who is doing this? I just think, like, this movie's really awesome when you think about it because Roger comes... They got him because he did so good in The Color Purple, and it's such a different role that he played in that movie to this Oh, movie. Danny Glover, yeah. Yeah, and it's weird when I think about how good that was. And I don't know if there's a movie before this with rigs in it, was there, or is this his first one? Mel, Mel Gibson? Yeah. No, no there's many before. Many that. before yeah. this one? Because I think this was the first one I'd seen him in, and then I'd seen him in Die Hard, or no, um, what's the one where you really like? Road Warrior? No, it's the one he has that huge... Braveheart. Yes, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Braveheart, Patriot, Lethal Weapon... All great Mel Gibson movies. <laughs> Mad Max Roll Warriors. Mad Max Roll. Now, I didn't if you want like to talk about Mad Max. before this. Yeah, that was one of his earlier ones. I didn't like him in that one. No. I, I don't like the Mad Max movies, though. I don't know. Of all the Mad Max ones, I think the first one was great. This, the rest were kind of just reaching. Yeah. 
The first one like had no budget and was the one that was like I'm just driving around an empty highway almost. Yep. That was all just about finding gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well no, the first one he was getting revenge for his wife getting killed. Yeah. <clears throat> After that the rest of the series was just about finding gas. <laughs> He's cutting a lot of stuff though. Like I even like some of his rom coms. Yeah. What women want. That one was okay. I liked uh, that one where he's like a time traveling jet fighter. Oh, I know. Yeah. Right? I remember something about that. I don't think I actually saw that movie. Oh, it's like he, for some reason he falls asleep for like a certain amount of years and wakes up from like a military experiment and falls in love with some lady that's. I'd have to watch it again. It's, it's, uh, it's weird. Yeah, I feel like I've seen advertisements for it, but I don't remember what it was called. I feel like I missed a lot of these movies, and we just have a day where we go through everything Sylvie's missed in the last <laughs> years. Mel has some some banger movies. He doesn't have the best etiquette outside of movies, but when it comes yeah. to being in movies, he's another one that in like real life seems to have gotten crazier as he's gotten older. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just his all his rage has been so public. You see that, that Santa Claus movie he did? I've not seen that one no. yet. No. Kind of like I haven't seen movie. that one yet, or the the Gringo one with the hand puppet, gun toting Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> the Patriot, I think, might be my favorite movie. <clears throat> it's 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 above Braveheart because I can't watch Braveheart as many times in a day as I can watch the Patriot. Yeah, I, I liked Braveheart, but Braveheart for me is like one of those you watch it once, one and done. It's a very long movie. <laughs> yeah. I'll watch it again every once in a while, but it's yeah. it's not a quick watch. No. I think it's funny this whole movie is like, just hate God, works for me. I hate God. Yeah. And then he makes Passion of the Christ, which like blows up the box <laughs> office. <laughs> he was making up for that line. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to give it an eight. I'll agree. Yeah, I'm right there. Ooh, triple eight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's reasonable. It's not perfect. It's got some plot holes. It was kind of a leap when they went, when they decided to go after that one. The witness. Yeah, when they go to Dixie's house, <laughs> yeah. I didn't I didn't make the dot. I didn't connect those dots that they connected. <laughs> I think my favorite part was just the kids cheering. Overall, it was or good. Or chanting. The kids are fun. It's all the background characters that talk while the dialogue's going on. It's good. Yeah. What about when we cut to the office again when that guy's like, you know, it's just, I'm an 80s man. 80s men cry. I cried in bed last night. And, it, <laughs> and then it cuts to like a cop choir singing Jingle Bells yes. or something. And I like all those little Yeah. Bells. Which that's kind of a shame black trope going from like super intense action scenes to like the goofiest side scene. It works for him. Sometimes you need to bring it down. Yeah. And it's hard for people to get the right kind of meld between the two. Mm Mm-hmm. If you like what you heard, you can subscribe every other Wednesday. We put out a new episode. (laughs) Bi-weekly. And if you're a true American cop, I can't I can't hold on to it. <laughs> we have an email, moviesagainsttime at gmail.com. Instagram, moviesagainst on Instagram. That's where we do all our, our me and Bob's, like, I'd say tasteful nudes. We do our <laughs> morning, we, we, we did like our morning routine. We wake up with a cigarette. Yeah. Feed the dog fully naked. Yeah. Take a pee out the wide open door. <laughs> <laughs> Wave to the neighbor's kids. Practice swallowing gun barrels. Yeah. <clears throat> and until next time, I never forget an asshole. <laughs>